Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now new customers, when you use promo code DNVR at sign up, all you got to do is place a $5 bet on the NFL this weekend. And when your team wins, you're getting $200 in free bets with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am... I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, we are already starting this Tuesday show off with breaking Rockies news. We've got a we've got a Connor now. Connor Joe is gone. Kojo, no more. We have a no Joe in Nolan Jones. But now, huge news. Well, maybe not huge, but it is news. We'll talk about it in a bit. Connor Siebold yeah. acquired for PTBNL. Or cash considerations. We'll see. Player to be named later. We'll talk a little bit about Connor Seabold and and where he could possibly fit into the Rockies roster right now. Of course, we got to have our health and fact of the day. Have to. And we're going to look at some garbage pail kids. Yeah. You I, don't know what that is, do you? Really? I don't know what garbage pail kids are. At I feel all. like I've heard that. Okay. I've heard that name, but okay. like I kind of don't know what they are. Or what it means. Um, I did catch a glimpse at some of the graphics for today, and I was like, I don't know what and, I'm looking and at. And they are these graphic. Look, these look weird. They, they are graphic, yeah. It's <laughs> a great um, way of describing them. So this will be fun. Is this like an 80s baby thing? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah, def- definite 80s, and now's the time for that that comeback. Every- wacky packages. Wacky packages, I think, were like in the 70s, and then they came back a few years ago. I bought a box of those cards. It was like MLB wacky packages where... Mm-hmm. Each team had two or three different like weird products like purple toothpaste for the Rockies Hmm. and it would have like a slogan on and it's a sticker, but you don't want to take it out of the sticker because why play with the toy when you're a kid, you could put it in a little case and then go get it graded and now it's worth even more and you just took all the fun out of it. But that's, that's kind of what we do as adults. I guess so. Yeah. That is it. (laughs) Susie, did you know that if Todd Helton gets in the hall of fame still at Mm 79.6%, he would be the first Todd in the Hall of Fame. Let's go. Actually, I did not know that. So that is <laughs> that it. is a very cool fact. I think so. I mean, it is I, about time for Todd's to be represented. Yes, he would be the fourth Helton. No, he, he would be the first Helton. But the Todd part, I think, uh, I found that to be interesting. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we mentioned this before. There's 56 Hall of Famers who spent their entire career with one team. Only 269 of the 341 players in the Hall of Fame we're players. We're, so we're talking about executives, mm-hmm. managers. There's a couple of umpires in there. Commissioners. Every commissioner is in the Hall of Fame. So whether you like oh. it or not, hmm. I'm not saying this just to you, Susie. This is for everybody. 
Rob Manfred's going in, into Baseball Hall of Fame at some point. That That's makes wild. me, you know what? That makes me want to be a commissioner because even if everyone <laughs> <laughs> just is like so sick of my, what I'm doing, you're not confident. I'm a Hall of Famer. You're not confident in your coaching abilities, like to, to work your way up to the top <laughs> as a great all time manager. You're going to take the easy route and be a commissioner? I'm going to take the easy route and be a commissioner. Damn. All right. Susie for commissioner. Yes, yeah, 72 executives, managers, ums, commissioners. So 21% of the players have played with one team in their entire career, which I actually thought was a lot. That's almost like. A fourth. Yeah, because you really don't see a lot of guys spending their whole career with one team. No, no, like of like recent players come to mind. Buster Posey, mm -hmm. Yadier Molina, they just retired. Adam Wainwright is one of those guys. Kershaw, Trout, Vado. I don't know if he'll he'll get in. Mm -hmm. He's been with one career uh, team his whole career. Jose Altuve, we don't know about him getting in. <sighs> Jose Ramirez still has a way to go for his pedigree. Salvador Perez, again, same thing. Uh, these guys are on the cusp so far, but they've all been uh, with one team. Should also be noted when talking about players who've been with one franchise their entire career. Charlie Blackman, been in the bigs with the Rockies since 2011, was drafted, I want to say it was 2007. So he's one of the longest tenured people with one organization wow. in all of baseball. There's only four players who are still with the same team that debuted before him. That's it. Who? Name them. Kershaw. Wainwright, oh, um, Trout, and Votto, I think, are, the, are, the four, are those four guys. So, oh. uh, no, no, uh, Steven Strasburg is one oh, of okay. them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie is uh, he's that guy. So that's that's our uh, that's their fun fact of the day. Todd Helton. That was would be a the fun only Todd. fact. Well, today is is January seventeenth. It's it's the seventeenth. It's the day. Yes. It's his day. So I don't want to overwhelm too much with the numbers. I thought we we play on the on the fun side as far as. Being that. a guy who's been with one team his whole career. Again, you think of Todd Helton, you can't go, well, he did have that period of time where he was on this team or that only was a Rocky. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of a rarity for for guys to be with one team. He'd be the 57th to do that. So wow. kind of like that. I hope it freaking happens. I went down a rabbit hole and talking and, and, okay. and looking at like players who've been with one organization and their ages and stuff. The oldest Florida Marlin is Charlie Huff. He was a knuckleball Pitcher, born in 1948, so he's about 74-ish. Mm -hmm. But found a site that broke it down into individual team names. So they haven't always been the Florida Marlins. Yeah, they're also they're now the Miami Marlins. So in the age of the Miami Marlins, do you know who the oldest Miami Marlin is that's alive right now? No. Ichiro Suzuki is the oldest Miami Marlin. He's gonna be 50 this year, which oh is kind of old. God, I mean. I got to be careful with that. But I mean, 50, he's not, he's not a young man. We'll say that. But as far as players who've played under the banner of the Miami Marlins, he's the oldest for the Cleveland Guardians. It's Brian Shaw. Cause it's really who played with him last year, right? Yeah. He's the only one. So there's a Very go Rockies, former guy. Went down another rabbit hole, oldest living former ball player. I did not check the obituaries this morning to make sure that this oh guy was boy. still alive, but you are going to right now. Art Shalek, 98 years young, turns 99 in April. He's the oldest living former ball player. These are the websites that I go to in the offseason. I love that. He's, uh, he's the oldest New York Yankee, oldest Baltimore Oriole. Willie Mays, he's 91. He is the 50th oldest player. All right, it seems like Art Shalek is still alive today. All right, did you check Twitter? For the big Art Shalek. I'm going to we, double we, check we're, we're not hoping for this. Where, why am I putting my foot in my mouth on that? Hall of Famers of the day. Let's talk about relievers. What's, what's your stance on 
reliever Susie. Like when it comes to maybe the Cy Young Award, MVP Award, it's a it's not a position, it's a role, right? Yeah. You're a pitcher, but you're you're doing it for one inning at a time. You're doing it for three outs. Mm-hmm. When the game is on the line, sure. Um, but you're doing it for one inning versus a starting pitcher's doing it for five, six. Uh it's a role, it's a position. I don't know. You know, they what? get overvalued. It's a duty. And I don't think it is overvalued. Think about how valuable um, uh, Daniel Bard has been. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, no, he's he's been fantastic, uh, especially that comeback, man, since since 2020, man. he's He's been fantastic. So let's talk about a couple of the relievers. Billy Wagner is one of those guys. 16 seasons with Houston. You remember him with the Phillies a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mets, Boston, Atlanta. Seven-time All-Star. Final season was as a 38-year-old. He was an all-star that year. Like, he still had some gas left in the tank, I feel like. Uh, twice he received Cy Young Award votes. Twice he had MVP votes uh, amongst pitchers with at least 800 innings pitch. You have to sort of set that threshold because uh, otherwise you're going to have a lot of relief pitchers that only did it for a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, largest strikeout percentage in baseball, 11.9 strikeouts per nine innings or about one-third, 33.2% of all batters he faced. He struck out. Dominant left-handed closer. Um, the best uh, of 800-inning pitchers. Best batting average against, or worst for the hitters, mm-hmm. 187. Like that, if you were facing Billy Wagner over the course of a game, or, or if, if, he was, if you were against him for every single game, 162, you'd have a 187 batting average. Oh. That's it's not rough. very good. That's yes, that's that's how good Billy Wagner is. That's pretty is. dominant, yeah. And no, he actually couldn't do that. Um, I don't think anybody can anymore. The one of my favorite things about Billy Wagner is how much he, he overcame in his career or in his life. I mean, he didn't overcome a lot for being like five foot ten. That's like my height. But if you think about it, ball players are not five ten. We call that a short king now. Whoa, five ten <laughs> is a short king? I think it's gotta be at least five six. Uh, uh, you know what? We maybe need to figure out where the line is. Maybe the cu- I don't know. The cutoff is not five six. Five ten? That's a. I'm like five ten and a half, five eleven. So I guess I'm okay. But <laughs> no one's ever called me short necessarily. I guess that's all right. Uh, when he, when Billy Wagner was <laughs> seven years old, he broke his right arm. He was a righty. Mm-hmm. Then six weeks later, uh, after the cast was removed, he broke his arm again. It's like friend fell on his arm. Oh. So he was so frustrated. He channeled all his inner anger. And said, decided, well, I, I need to play baseball. I'm now left-handed. And so he was born righty, learned how to pitch lefty. Someday he will get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's pretty cool, wow. huh? That's, that's really impressive. Yeah. yeah, the knock on him is that he wasn't a big postseason pitcher. He wasn't. Uh, he, he did have a couple blown saves. You know, late in the year when he was with the Mets, uh, he kind of hurt them a little bit from time to time. But according to Jaws, Jay Jaffe's system for win shares Sixth greatest reliever of all time, 422 career saves, sixth most all time, mm-hmm. second most for a lefty reliever behind John Franco, a guy who never gets talked about at all, but still most for a left-handed reliever and fifth most all time. Uh, ahead of him, the or rather, yeah, uh, everyone that's ahead of him is in the Hall of Fame, according uh-huh. to Jaws, Billy Wagner. The only the player who's behind him is not great baseball name, Furpo Mayberry. You like Furpo. that? Furpo, Furpo. Furpo what, what is the origin of that name? That I do not know. His, his mother called him Frederick, but he goes by Furpo Marbury 
Great pitcher. Maybe he'll eventually get in the Hall of Fame. He, he pitched like in the 1930s when relief pitchers didn't even exist. So he wasn't really appreciated. Didn't come in and save situations quite as much. The save, I don't even think, was invented at that point. I forget what year the save was invented. That's that's like a crazy thing to think about. Like, like, what? Like, yeah, like it was. And then people had to go back and go, oh, got to give him credit for that one. Got to give him credit for that one. So uh, with that in mind, obviously, that's going to tamp down anyone's numbers. Francisco Rodriguez, the other Hall of Fame reliever uh, on the field. We'll get to maybe some off the field stuff. 16 seasons with the Angels, Mets, Brewers. Also, little time with uh, Baltimore, two years with the Tigers. Six-time All-Star, two-time Rolids Reliever of the Year. If they were to uh, rename the Reliever of the Year award, Susie, what's a, what's a, what would be a good brand sponsorship? Because Rolades sponsored that. I mean, Pepto Bismol. What 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 do people need to like relieve them? Bino, maybe if you have gas. Bino. You know, yeah, uh, I was gonna say, you know, or what kind of relief? You know, like a massage, um, mm-hmm. a a shot of tequila. Could be this. Are you La- into an ad read that I don't know about? <laughs> Terramana, are you on the books here for the Rock? What's going on? I mean, Pfizer, I'm sure, has a lot of different medications that can provide. Uh, relief and can save the day. Uh, mm-hmm. It might be blue. Anyway, uh, but yeah, there's a sponsorship opportunity there uh, if we want to start giving out reliever of the year awards. Icy hot, which they which they do now. Well, I like that. That could work. Actually, I kind of like that. Someone that could listen be in to there. us, please. I'd be down on that. 437 career saves, fifth most all time for K Rod. Won the World Series the same year. Get this. Won the World Series the same year in 2002 that he also pitched in the Futures game. And he was dominant. He was a key player in wow. that bullpen, setting up for Troy Percival. If you remember last summer, and again, the, the comparisons, take it with a grain of salt, but when I asked Buddy, I was like, Jake Bird, he's gotten your trust right away. He's, he's a guy you're throwing him in in big spots. You know you can rely on him. He was performing. Can you remember another time, you know, either in Colorado's tenure, uh, Chris Russell was kind of, you know, one of those guys a little bit early on. Padres, and he had to go all the way back to 2002 with Francisco Rodriguez. Oh, my god! Because, again, he was a minor leaguer. They're bringing him up. They're putting him in these big spots, uh, and he was dominant. So Futures game to shutting things down against the Giants and Barry Bonds in that same year's World Series, that's, uh, that's incredibly wild. Uh, one of the big knocks on him, he does have two domestic violence incidents. Um, which came during a time in which that wasn't that. that wasn't like a a big thing that wasn't discussed quite as much, but they did happen. One I think uh, even uh, with a girlfriend's father, so uh, he would be the first Venezuelan oh. pitcher in the Hall of Fame uh, were he to get in, and only the second Venezuelan after Luis Aparicio. So that's one of those things. There are some players where the domestic violence stuff follows them around. Same thing like PEDs, and then there are other players in which it's on their record, but no one really discusses it. Some people aren't aware of it. Same thing with PEDs. They might not be aware of those connections. And so uh, it would not surprise me if there are there are some voters out there that, that could vote for him, but probably don't want to vote for uh, uh, an offender of domestic violence, and yet yeah. they, they, they check his name off on the ballot. I mean, you know, the character clause is important. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, baseball has, has done a better job. Uh, I still think they probably can do... Uh, an even better job uh, with things like that. I don't think we could do a better job at at having amazing watch parties and amazing events here. That was a tough transition. Patrick. At the DNVR bar. Look, there's nothing tough about hanging out on the corner of Colfax in New York. Not the actual corner, but the business inside yes. at the corner, especially next Tuesday, because we're having that watch party for Todd 
Helton. This is going to be such a fun party. It, it's going to be amazing. We're opening the doors a little bit early, 3.30. Get down here. The announcement's probably going to be pretty close to, to 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a member uh, or if you're a diehard, you know you're getting that 15% off all your food and drink. Get 20% off at DNVR Locker as well. Mm -hmm. We're even going to be giving a shirt away, you know, at this watch party. It's going to be great. All the little ballots, things for you to vote on when you come on down. It's we're it's it's almost the unofficial start of the season. Yeah, we just started like kind of really planning this event. Um, it's exciting today, and I'm excited. Just like kind of thinking about all the fun things we're gonna do. It's been a while since we've been able to, like, really like hang out in a baseball setting. For sure. Yeah. I mean, the bar was undergoing all the construction last summer. Yeah. So that kind of took away that opportunity. So we're gonna do a lot more of that, and it all gets started next Tuesday. 3.30 at the DNVR bar. Again, if you're a diehard, you can tap into the diehards only Discord. You're also getting 20% off all, all of our tailgates, all the party bus stuff. We'll have all of that coming this summer for the Rockies as well. So that's the way to go with that at the DNVR. 2239 East Colfax Ave. Do you have the address I down in memory yet? I was going to ask you if you know the address. I don't know our address. 2239 <laughs> if it was East like Colfax Ave. Gun to head like Susie, what is the address DNVR might be like Colfax in York. That's it. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hope no one puts a gun to your head. But you know what? If they do, you need to contact Bacchus <laughs> and Shanker. Because when you get hurt, Bacchus <laughs> and Shanker is here to help. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. Seriously. They help those who've seriously been injured or threatened in Colorado for more than 25 years. It's free. Their service is free until... They win your case. It's free until they win any money for you. No upfront fee to speak with them about your case. No fee while they work on your case. No fee unless they win your case. Win money for you. That's what they are all about. Bacchus and Shankers won over $1 billion for their clients. And now they've got even more locations all around Colorado. Neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins, Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case. More than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, gun to the head? Probably. We can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at Susie. I know you're not. I actually know the phone number. I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know the address of where it works, but I, I know wanna, the Backus and Shanker phone number. I, I didn't want to insult you and say you're not good with numbers. You're good with numbers. Memorization. Look, we all have our weak spots. You don't have the address memorized, <laughs> but I bet you do have their phone number memorized. It's 222-2222. It's that simple, folks. Super easy to remember. <laughs> simple phone number. Simple folks that are going to help you out. Backus and Shanker. 222-2222. I love that. And I love DraftKings Sportsbook. That's where I go to get all my action on the NFL this weekend. I am feeling some ways about the New York football giants. Um, more because they're just a good team. It has nothing to do with their team that they're playing. But look, if you are out there and you want to make a bet, because we're getting one step closer, <laughs> oh, I, I don't really know who they're playing. So it's, Oh, they, they are playing the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. And I invited you to my dinner party about it, and um, you have not responded yet. So, and When my Eli Manning jersey comes in, then I will I will be a yes. But You're I not make... invited if you're wearing a Giants jersey. Okay. All right. That's, uh, that makes sense. It's a, th this isn't an Eagles podcast, though. Not, not officially. I mean, 
But it's not well, not an Eagles podcast. <laughs> um, you are not not going to have an amazing time on the lead up to Super Bowl 57 because all you got to do is use code DNVR when you sign up first time users. You place a $5 bet on any NFL team this weekend. And when they win for you, even if they're the big uh, favorite, you don't have to go underdog. Just go with the favorite. Go with the lines. That's fine because you make that $5 bet. And when they win, boom, $200 in free bets. They've also got the same-game parlays that are fantastic. They're stepped-up same-game parlays, which means you can eat, add a, a couple legs, and with each leg, you add up to 100% on that. It's fantastic. Love a leggy bet. Love a leggy bet. Love a leggy bet. Absolutely. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code DNVR. New customers, place $5 bet on any NFL team to win this weekend. Boom, when they win, and they're going to win for you because you've got that vibe. You're watching this show. You're getting our vibes. Mm -hmm. So when you win, $200 in free bets with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank you, Patrick. I have to say, that ad read was full of just like A-plus transitions. You really out paddied yourself. Yes, and Connor Siebel might be a great transitional candidate to go from <laughs> pitching in the AL East to the NL West, a guy who was a third-round pick in 2017. Originally... Originally drafted by the Philadelphia Phillies. Yes. No way. Yeah, he was part. Yeah, well, I can't remember the trade that he was uh, originally in. We're doing this right as the news broke. Mm -hmm. But it was two relievers that went from uh, Boston to Philadelphia. Philly, Philly was in dire need of some help. And so they 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 shipped two prospects Boston's way um, last season, or rather 2021 was a guy who's uh, been a top 30 prospect in the past. In fact, in 2021, he was uh, the 11th best prospect, according to Baseball America, in Boston's system last year, dropped to uh, 21, 23 by the end of the year. So uh, he started, he's been a starter, uh, at least uh, in the bigs and in the minors. So he could be another one of those candidates, possibly battling for the fifth spot in the rotation. You know that. It's going to be Marquez, mm -hmm. Freeland, and... and uh, and Jose Urania as one through three with Senzatella out. And then four and five is going to be a battle. Obviously, Feltner and Gomber have the leg up. We actually have an article over at the DNVR.com. Unlocked for you to check out. Kind of yes. the first roster projection. Uh, seeing where the rotation's at. Everyone is going to be in the lineup. Infielders, outfielders, you name it. But there's going to be a battle, and Seabold could be in that. Do you want to know how Seabold ended up from Philly to Boston? What was the trade? He was part of the trade that got Nick Pavetta to Boston. So this Ooh. was um, August 2020. Red Sox traded right-handed pitcher Brandon Workman and uh, right-handed pitcher Heath Hembree to the Phillies in exchange for Nick Pavetta and Connor Siebold. There you go. That was the deal. Yeah, Siebold, uh, they, the, the Rockies still need some depth at... Uh, AAA Albuquerque, so we'll kind of wait and see what happens. He's got big league experience, so you like that. 11-290 yeah. uh, ERA, small sample size he, in 18 innings. He bounced between um, Worcester, the Worcester Red Sox, the Woo Sox, as the they're Woo called Sox, locally, yeah. uh, and the Red Sox last season, a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he is an interesting name, and I, and I believe he'll be, uh, well, yeah, of course he's on the 40-man roster, so that, uh, that does take the roster to 40. Mm -hmm. So now, if... The Rockies, well, they can't sign Carlos Correa like we were talking about last week. And then Nick Mears, you know, gets dropped. Like, that would obviously be unfortunate. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Carlos Correa and Zach Greinke. 
They sign those two guys. They got to cut one. And you hope it's not going to be Nick Mears because he already got dumped for Nathan Eovaldi. <laughs> so Connor Siebold, all right, we see you. We well, see you, Connor Siebold. Tomorrow, His birthday's coming up. Love that. 24th. There you go. What sign is that, Patrick? Uh, it, all I know is it's it's that's the day of our watch party, so I'm I'm just pumped about that. It's Aquarius. Aquarius. It's Aquarius. All right, Aquarius's unite. Sign. Tomorrow's show, uh, David Laurel is going to be on from Fangraphs. He covers the Boston Red Sox, mm -hmm. so we're going to talk with him a little bit about Connor Siebold. Get the lowdown uh, on that young Get man. The gossip. Yeah, Rocky's find out, out his birth time. Continue. <laughs> Rocky's. <laughs> I think you're the only one that that keeps track of that. I'm still waiting for you to share that. Excel spreadsheet, by the way. Which but, one? Uh, about uh, the times of birth. Oh, yeah, I'm working on it. Speaking of young men, <laughs> Robert Callis, 17-year-old power-hitting outfielder, center field type, raw power, raw speed on the base pass, big international free agent signing as the international signing period did just start on Sunday. It, it used to be July 2nd. Uh, after the pandemic, that ended up getting shift around. That's basically where 16-year-old kids uh, internationally can get signed. They are uh, not subject to uh, any exact signing figures like in, in the MLB draft. It's something that MLB would like to have mm -hmm. an international draft for, for things like this. But he gets $1.7 million reportedly to sign with the Rockies. It's the uh, second biggest contract they've handed out internationally uh, after – Diane George, I think he got $2.8 million last year, a Cuban shortstop. Mm -hmm. Adel Amador, uh, four or five years ago, got $1.6 million. So this is the second highest. It's huge. It's still, though, Susie, it's still pending physical. Now we know the importance. Every time I hear the words pending physical, I'm not going to lie, my blood pressure goes up a little bit. Pending <laughs> physical. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, uh, that's kind of the thing with that. Yeah, Dominican Republic uh, is where he's out of. 24th best prospect according to MLB Pipeline. Rockies also signed four other players for more than $300,000. A couple good names, too, of, of guys that got less than that. Gian Ferrari. Love Ooh, that name. Johnny Ferrari. Love that name. That's a player I'm, I got my eye on. Johnny Ferrari. Johnny Ferrari. Let's go. That's a great one. Uh, a couple other uh, international signing news is uh, the Rangers. They uh, they went out and signed Vlad Guerrero Jr.'s brother or Vlad Guerrero Sr.'s son, who isn't Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yes. Following? Yes, I know who you're talking about. Well, I tried to make it intentionally complicated. Couldn't fool you, though. But, you know, I'm keeping track of <laughs> the whole Guerrero family. Pablo Guerrero's the guy. Well, this isn't the first time that they've, they've tried this stunt, too, for the Rangers, because I think it was even last uh, international signing period they signed Ronald Acuna Jr.'s brother, mm -hmm. or also known as Ronald Acuna Sr.'s son, who isn't Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes. So they have a tendency of doing those kind of things uh, and making it interesting. You Once, know, it's good genes, you know, just because you don't have the, you know, copy and paste name. You know, you're still getting good genes. It's true. Juan Soto's brother, Elian, signed with the Nationals. Wow. Whoa. Okay. That's that was a curious one. Interesting. They were kind of working on those things. That's look, the international free agents, it can get it can get a little wild and nefarious. I mean, John Coppolella, we talked about him last week, mm -hmm. the lifetime ban getting lifted. A lot of that had to do with workarounds and and trying to, to get past these restrictions uh, on on signing these young guys and taking advantage of the situation. Mm -hmm. I think that's one reason why an international draft possibly could be a, a really good thing. 
you know, for these young players. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily good for the Buscones, uh, the the agents down there and, and, and the coaches and these different baseball academies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um but it's it's super interesting. Rockies, uh, they've got a lot of money to spend, $5.8 million. That's basically the second tier. So uh, baseball or MLB make sure that teams only have you know so much money so you can't just go out and, and sign all the best players because we know the Yankees and Dodgers, they've got that kind of money to do that. Yeah. So the small market clubs get about $6.4 million. The next tier of small market clubs, they kind of flip-flop. They get 5.8. That's the Rockies group. Large market clubs get about 5.3 million. And then if you sign a, a player that got a qualifying offer, you get docked about a half a million. And if you sign a couple of them, you could get docked uh, a million. So Angels, Phillies, and Red Sox, you know, they signed, what, I think Syndergaard, Castel uh, Castellanos, and Trevor Story last offseason. Yeah. That penalty shows up now. They've got 4.6 million. Dodgers and Rangers have just 4.1 million. Half a billion dollars on shortstops will do that. That's the Rangers penalty there for those guys. Yeah. Uh, and Dodgers, they signed one in Freddie Freeman, but the other half million dollar penalty uh, is because they were over the luxury tax threshold. So mm -hmm. uh, they only have so much money to spend with that. Ethan Salas was I, the big signing for the Padres. Have you seen him in interviews? No, I have not actually. Okay, so he was on MLB Network yesterday on Monday. He His English is perfect. Really? Perfect English. He is, and he's... 16 years old he's so confident in interviews like he's just like so and that's hard i mean that's got to be so hard to you know be on national tv at that age that's wild oh and it yeah. was live it was a live interview it was live yeah wow that's it was, super it was impressive really impressive i was just also so shocked but you know his um i know he has family who has been part of various um you know mlb systems sure um his brother plays in He's got good his, good denim. I think the got, Marlins system, right? Jose Salas? Yeah, I was going to say, I think he's in the Marlins system. But yeah, the, the Ethan Salas, perfect English. I was so impressed. Wow, $5.6 million. Yes. That was almost the Padres' entire pool. They had $5.8 They spent five point six on what's considered to be one of the best catching prospects in a while. So yeah. it's only one guy. And so, th so that's the thing with the Rockies. They've been very conservative, and they've kind of just spread the money out. They've been a little bit more aggressive and and targeting these you know higher profile names and all right we're gonna they're not putting all their eggs in one basket because they've got five point eight million to spend mm -hmm. and only one point seven goes to this one player but they're doing that more Amador Diane George now here uh, with with Robert Callas so uh, I like that they're being more aggressive on the international I, front I want to see the Rockies be so aggressive I would just love to see like a lot of aggression from the Rockies I love that. Some people are aggressive when they don't get their first cup of coffee in the morning. Oh. But the solution for that is athletic greens because you get such clarity with one scoop of athletic greens each and every morning because it contains 75 high quality vitamins, whole foods or superfoods, probiotics, minerals. Tiffany, what's your favorite ingredient? What's your favorite thing in the athletic greens? Are you a whole foods or superfoods kind of gal? Um, adaptogens? Are you adaptogens, Tiff? Uh, we, we need You need to have an official nickname. I can't take you seriously. You, you love <laughs> um, yes, I love the I love the green tea extract and like all oh. of like the kind of green like, tea tiff. Yeah, green tea. Green tea tiff there in the house. Go. That's what I it. Used to make it as a bartender all the time too, so that works. Wait. Oh yes. <laughs> would Would you use athletic greens to in in a mix at a bar? Oh. Man. Or it would just be the green tea extract? Probably just the green tea. Yeah. Oh, well, we need a new... We I might. mean, but maybe like a 
post yeah. maybe like a you come in Sunday morning. Yes, make for sure brunch. Some like athletic greens. It gets your like gut a, health going. It's like a Bloody Mary, but with athletic greens. Look, this is the crossover huh. that we need. That sounds terrible. That but, kind of know. does that. <laughs> no, no. It, it look. The bottom line is your body will appreciate that, especially <laughs> when you're on the road or if you're not eating well. It puts you in that 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 positive area uh, even before your day begins. And if you are traveling and you are going to be uh, out on the road, they want to hook you up with five free travel packs. All you got to do is go over to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies. They're also giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Just go to athleticgreens.com to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you need the chompers worked on, the dental stuff, speaking of green things, Green Mountain Dental Group, 15 yes. minutes outside of downtown Denver. Mm -hmm. It's easy. Book an appointment, exam, x-ray, cleaning. If you do that, and also mention us at DNVR Sports, you can get a free set of bleach trays and good ones, not ones that are going to make your teeth feel sensitive and hurt. Oh, yeah. That so many bleach trays. White strips, too, can make your teeth so sensitive. So why not just get the good stuff from real dentists? Yeah. No, they, they know. It's, like it's, it's tried and true. Like obviously, mm -hmm. they're not going to you know, put their stamp of approval on something that they also don't use. And same thing with us. Yeah. We use Green Mountain Dental Group. Mm -hmm. Like we've had a couple of uh, molars and wisdom teeth extracted over the years. Not from Green us Mountain. personally. No, not us. Us as a company. Us as a company. Our yes. collective dental records here at DNVR. <laughs> they put us all in one folder. Exactly. I've got a spreadsheet <laughs> with it, basically, if you, if you wanted to see that ever, Susie. Uh, I'd be glad to share that. <laughs> that is definitely a HIPAA violation, Patrick. All right. What I do not want to share is my garbage pail kids. Because... Oh, no. GPK, you don't know anything about garbage pail kids. I love that. That's good. Okay. That'll be good for explanations. Tiffany, do you know, green tea, uh, Tiff, do you know anything about Garbage Pail Kids? No, I noticed that they look like Cabbage Patch Kids. Okay, there we go. So that was the start. So are Cabbage they like Patch Kids. Are Cabbage Patch Kids? They are exactly that. Oh. They, they look like Goosebumps meets Cabbage Patch Kids. I like oh, Goosebumps, um, yes. I didn't R. like Stein situation. Too, too spooky. Yeah, I didn't like Goosebumps growing too up. Too spooky. It's definitely a big baby. Girl. Very good. I, that's a good mashup, yeah. No, it was kind of the, the brainchild of Art Spiegelman, who uh, was the graphic novelist who, who wrote Mouse. It was about, like, mice it, during the Holocaust. Oh, Maybe you've seen it or you had to read it in cool. school. Hank, do you ever read Mouse? Oh, you had the look on your face. You're just interested, like, where is this conversation going? Look, we gotta we gotta understand the genesis of Garbage Pail Kids. They made it, the cards came out in 85. There was a movie immediately in 1987. It's haunting, like the a animatronic. Garbage a garbage pail kid movie? There was a garbage oh, pail kid really scary. movie. It it is. And like if you watch a trailer of it, it's so like dark because it was like a VHS in the 80s, and it just has that 80s look to it. Uh -huh. It looks like it's a horror, but it's kind of like a comedy. With these people, you know, these kids with oozes coming out of their face, Ew. and they're garbage pail kids. Hank, have you heard of garbage pail kids? No, yeah, he wouldn't. No, I, have you heard of cabbage it, patch it's kids? It's just Patrick and like trying to explain <laughs> this to us. Dwayne knows what it is too. Dwayne knows. Dwayne's all about it. Um, yeah, no, they, they, there was a lawsuit with with Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, and in 1988, since 1988, any export and import of Garbage Pail Kids is banned on is banned in Mexico due to the approval of a reform to the export and import law, law banning all representation of minors, quote, in a degrading or ridiculous <gasps> manner, in attitudes of incitement of violence, et cetera, et cetera. So oh. if you're watching this down in Mexico, part of the Rocky Mountain region that goes down there, you also don't know. Even if you are a kid, a child of the '80s, you don't know what garbage pail kids are. 
You know, I like that law. <laughs> yeah, it actually does make sense. I like that. Let's jump into it. Okay. Let's yeah, I look at see, some of the, like, why so, we're talking so about actually, this. Before, before we go any further, the reason we're talking about this. Why are we talking about this? MLB and Garbage Pail Kids did a mashup because Topps owns Garbage Pail Kids. So they go, oh, we, we've got to mash these things up. Like I said, with the wacky packages, uh-huh. that was kind of a precursor, I think, to Garbage Pail Kids. And those are fun. I'll have to bring some of those in. We'll have to open up some packs of these. I'm actually kind of excited. I'm like, this could be really neat. Okay. It's baseball players as Garbage Pail Kids. So okay. I don't I don't know the and exact. These are real. These are real. These We're going to look at them okay. right now on the DMVR Sports Channel uh, on YouTube. Bobby Bubbles, Mr. Bobby Witt. This one's a little innocuous, right? Okay, this is fine. It's kind of cute, this is, right? This is delightful. He does have a patch over his eye, which I don't. If you pop too many bubbles, you could lose an eye. I guess so. Wow, but, be right. careful out there, kids. His bubble gum explodes on his face. That one is a good kind of that's warm-up. wholesome enough for me. Yes. Uh, next one up, we've got Stratosphere Vladimir. Oh. Vlad Guerrero pushing a self-destruct button. Again, this was during the era of Cold War. So this is basically almost identical to a real Garbage Pail Kid. Uh, they just made it look like Vladimir Guerrero. He pushes the button and boom, the top of his head is blown off. You know what? With how like <laughs> chunky, get- with how chunky he is, he actually I feel like he looks more like Vlad Jr., it does. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Am I Actually, wrong? No, I, I think, did I say senior? I think I'm probably it, it, it is senior because I don't think junior was alive yet in the 80s. Well, no, these new, these are cards just get, came out. Wait, these are new? Yeah. These are brand new. I'm, I'm so confused. Uh, yes. These Garbage Pail Kids is from the 80s. They brought it back for a mashup for oh, current MLB players. Okay, okay. So I this next one, this next one, you're going to go, oh, yeah, obviously this guy wasn't alive in the 1980s. Uh, that would be. Malleable Miggy, Mr. Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. This one's very deformed. Malleable, so his hands in his face, almost like Beetlejuice, Ooh, right? Yeah. Shifting the shape of his face with his tongue sticking out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Garbage Pail Kids. They, uh, it's a fun little mashup. Well, this is confusing that they're picking uh, the first two that you showed me were dudes that have a senior and a junior. This is true. So that's why I'm confused. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yes, Bobby Wood Jr., Vladimir, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., now we're, we're picking up steam here. Are we going to get flagged for this, by the way? Next one up is O'Neill Cruz, cruise missile. Oh. The, his torso has exploded off of the lower half of his body. Again, this is a takeoff of another kind of classic Garbage Pail Kid, but they retroactively did it. O'Neill Cruz hasn't like done much in his baseball career, and yet he's a guy that has to go in to the set. You know what? Because you can cool. just tell he's gonna he, he's a star already. There's no Rockies, unfortunately, in this set. No, no Rockies. It's a small set. It's a small set. How small are we talking, Patrick? Uh one of the dead. We've got Juan <laughs> Soto. This is actually one of my favorites. It looks so sharp with the purple in the background. Ooh. His face is melted off. It's this, this, I'm not as comfortable talking about these as much as I am looking at yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of oozing happening, but other than that, like, his, love the wordplay. Uh, what bone is he holding in his hand as a bat? Is that like a femur, oh, perhaps? Yeah, that looks like a femur. It's a very long bone. That that's, looks like a femur to me. You can see the hip socket. That's the, that's the most painful bone to break, I think, in the it's body. It's the hardest bone to break. Wow. It's if you broke your femur, you something very bad happened to you. All right, so Juan Soto, we got him. Mm-hmm. Next up, now we got the superstar guys. These are these are fantastic looking. Um, we've got ourselves 
Mr. There we go. Julio Rodriguez. Hot Rodriguez. Oh, he's go he's he's traveling so fast in his hot rod that his like eyes are popping out of his head. They're bugging out, caps flying off, flames coming out the back. This one, this one's one of the coolest ones, I think. He's a little scary for me. Too spooky. A little scary? Too spooky. I'm I'm really scared right now. It is a little bit for that. Um, we've got more of those. We've got Mike Trout. We've got Aaron Judge. These Again, these these should sell like hotcakes, especially for the parents that are buying them for their their children. Yeah, who want to? Um, um, oh my gosh, how cute! This one looks like a lamp. Also, this one is autographed. Not not actually. This isn't like any kind of NFT. But they've made these. So Julio Rodriguez has actually seen these. He signed. It was like, all right. So this is him looking like a lamp with a light bulb coming out of this his mouth, adorable. lit up. That one's kind of cool. Aaron Judge, aka Aaron. Sludge. I don't like this one. His at body all. is melting. This is bothering you. I don't like this okay. one bit. Tiff, take it off the screen. It's this too next spooky. one. Not as bad. Oh. Aaron Apple. Uh, Aaron Judge. His head is an apple, but there is a worm this that is chewed through his head. But the worm does have a Yankee cap on. Yeah, actually, this one's really cute. I he's got the he's so got the buck disturbing. teeth. Yeah, and that that very much looks like a Cabbage Patch Kid kind of face. Uh, modeled Mike, so similar to the Miguel Cabrera one. Mike Trout's head has melted off of his head. Uh, it is like modeling. No, clay. thank you. Are you no, gonna be sick? Yeah, this is really can, gross. Can we get a shot at Susie? <laughs> Go back to what you were looking at with your arm just kind of clutched into your chest, like you're very upset. Like, oh, that's that's the face of someone who opens up a pack <sighs> of Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, I'm like really, I'm kind of grossed out by these. You you need to like pull your sweater up over your face, like you you just hiding in your sweater. I was this, pretty disturbed making them. Like after after making them, I was like, I feel sick. Thankfully, we don't have a proper HR department, or I could be in trouble. But it's for the show, <laughs> it's for the show. Um, yeah, the, was there there's one, one more Mike Trout one, right? Modeled Mike, and then this one's kind of similar to Dynamite. the Vladimir Guerrero. Okay, this one's fine, except his eyeball. Exploded oh, out of his head. That's yeah, gross too. That's not good. Um, but Susie, I thought, you know what? Let's take it to the next level because oh, at the next level, if I if, can barely handle this level, <laughs> if baseball players and MLB they can have their own card, it's it's really only fitting that we on the show also have our own cards. Yeah, because they did them for like every name possible. So Tiffany has. The Tiffany lamp, which looks a lot like the Julio Rodriguez one. Aww, so there's cute. Tiffany. Different spelling, but it's it's a Tiffany lamp. <laughs> Not approving of that. Yeah, that was yours is mild, Tiffany. I think I think yours is cute. Yours isn't grotesque. It's a terrifying doll. Do you see her eyes? Those are terrifying. They are a little. Oh, you looking. know, now that I can see the yeah, she's like real real dead in the eyes. You know. Okay, wait and a that's minute. That's not you. I wait. I also am noticing something too. Uh, <laughs> look at those lively eyes. If we go back to that picture. Uh, the light bulb is lit up. Oh, but, but it's not plugged in. It's not plugged okay, in. Okay, now, now this is She's not good. She's haunted. <laughs> Dude, he's smashing the desk. She's so afraid. Uh, next one up, we've got. I'm not sure what our next one is going to be. Protein Patrick. I actually love this one. What I'm like, is this? I'm like, all right, I enjoy my protein. Got to get your pro in. Uh, this little caveman guy, he's getting his protein through his ants. So he's, you know, using a tool that's, you know, primates. <laughs> look at the look on the face. <laughs> primates put their stick in the hole. They pull it out. There's a bunch of ants on it. You got to get your protein, man. Protein Patrick. I like this one. Okay. All right. <laughs> next one up, Patrick Pinata. Very violent. Oh, my god. I'm being beat up by a child. Brains everywhere. Oh, ew. Oh, my God. You're 
your guts are all over too. I don't. There, there's some candy in there. If you want to weed through some, you know, small, large, lower, upper intestines, you're gonna get a couple lollipops in there. I'm cool with that. Now you're just speechless, Susie. You're up last. <laughs> no. You're up last. Yes. Uh, we've got Uzi Susie as a candle. You're melting. Oh. And we also have Chopped Susie, where you are a hand puppet that's holding a chainsaw and you have dismembered yourself from the arm at which you are attached. So you're now a sentient puppet. Is Chopped Susie Chopped already Susie. a real garbage pail kid? Because that's not how I spell my name. No, we couldn't get one with the Susie Hunter name on it. Oh, okay. And we're, we're in the works uh, to get a, a specialized Susie Hunter I'm version. suing everyone. What's, what's funny is like people now will get bobbleheads that look like them. I have a bobblehead that looks like me. I love that. We should be able to now, in 2023, do we not have the Garbage Pail Kid technology to not have all our own Garbage Pail Kids? Tiffany's down for it. See, she was scared a second ago, There's, but now she's up for it. There are definitely AI generators that can easily make DNVR Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, AI generator, Susie Hunter, Garbage Pail Kid Nash up. Send it to us on Twitter at DNVR <laughs> underscore Rockies, or you could send one to me at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. Do not send me any of these, but you can find me on all platforms at the Susie Hunter. Again, that's at the Susie Hunter <laughs> for all the AI generated Garbage Pail Kids. Uh, this has been interesting. I'm quitting the show after this. <laughs> Just slinking down. You are so fatigued from all that. I'm like actually a little nauseous. A lot of physical work. This is a, this is the most physical we've of a show we've I had yet. I am actually a fantastic physical comedian. Thank you for asking. <laughs> this uh, this is an all timer. Uh, we've we've set the bar high, but. Uh, you know what they say uh, about this kind of crazy momentum that we've got, though. Patrick, what do they say about momentum? They say it's only as good as your next show, so we will talk to you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel with David Lorla on YouTube. We'll see you.